Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where I highlight my creative journey and extract the various lessons that I'm learning along the way, as well as the various tactics that I have learned that I'm applying to uh, overcome those obstacles, right? So first off, if you're a Star Wars fan, may the fourth be with you. Secondly, since you probably last saw me, I have gotten a haircut. Uh, you know, we're quarantined, at least I, I still am. And, you know, it was for me, it was just time to get a haircut. Um, I'm solo. So for me, the only option was a buzz cut. So I did that. And that's why I kind of find it hilarious uh, in the worst of ways when I see people protesting out there saying that they need a haircut. It's like, A, you don't, because it's not like, in, in the grand scheme of things, that's not really what you should be looking for. Uh, secondly, you, you can get a haircut if you want. I am proof of that. Might not be a haircut you like, but that's a separate subject, right? Anyway, so uh, as far as, you know, things that have been happening to me since uh, last week, uh, it's kind of been interesting. I think, you know, from from a grand perspective that I think we as human beings can relate to is this idea that, uh, at least in America, certain states are opening up and others are not. And there's this, there's this odd sense, at least for me, where it's like, am I missing out on something? Uh, you know, they're getting to open. We, meanwhile, we're still in kind of quarantine. You know, it was announced today, at least that, uh, starting Friday, California will slowly reopen, um, so there's that sense, but it's like, is that the safe option, right? Even though, like, that's what we all want is to get back to normal life, quote unquote, is, you know, rushing to it the best option. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't pretend to know either. Uh, but uh, but all I can say is like, yeah, I think there's that sort of sense of like, wow, other people are getting to do it. And, I, you know, it's something that I want. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's conflicting things because um, obviously you want the safety for everyone, but. At the same time, you know, you can't help but uh, but have the desires that you have, you know, to, to sort of see your friends and do the things that you used to do, right? Um, you know, uh, on the positive side, what, what I have been seeing is a lot of my friends uh, really being creative, right? At first, I think for at least my group of friends, you know, it was cool to stay up all night, drink, and... Uh, you know, just kind of do whatever, whatever you wanted, you know, like it was basically, I don't know, I, you know, we all knew the severity of things and the cost of, but like for us, it was like, oh, it's, you know, um, we're going to enjoy it. Right. And, you know, after a certain point that kind of, that essentially, uh, you know, it, it, it no longer becomes fun if you're doing it like every single day for weeks on end. Right. And so I'm, excited by the creativity that my friends have shown. I, I use the word creative in a broad number of sense. You know, I have a friend who's getting his real estate license during this. I have someone that they're opening kind of like, um, you know, they're, they're making pastries and um, various kind of food. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very kind of small scale, but nonetheless, they're, they're doing curbside pickup and things like that. Um, I see people launching their YouTube channels and, 
you know, writing scripts and uh, whatever else, right? Just just all the things that they've been kind of wanting to do, but but haven't had time. Now they're finally kind of putting forth. And so from that perspective, yeah, um, that has been a positive. And certainly I've been someone that uh, that has done that, you know, during this period, you know, and I try to balance it at times. Like I try to just, you know, if I want to just relax and just watch a bunch of movies, I'll, I'll do that. Um, you know, and as I said before in other vlogs, I do a mix, you know, things that are comfort films. So like, you know, for, for example, Little Rascals, I'll never get tired of that movie. And it just brings a, a smile to my face, no matter how many times I see it. Uh, and then, then seeing stuff that, you know, I haven't yet seen. So for example, just recently I saw Underwater, the Kristen Stewart movie, um, and also Wendy, which is kind of a uh, a, a searchlight pictures kind of uh, uh, take on uh, Peter Pan, essentially like the the lore of Peter Pan. And you know, I'm not I'm not like I'm not saying go out and go see those movies, but I'm saying like for me, it was a nice mix and things like that. And you know, um, you know, they they were equally as enjoyable, right? Uh, just to kind of get out of my comfort zone as well. So I've been kind of bad, and I think overall that's been my mentality with everything that I do. You know, there's a level of comfort that I try to have, but also push myself beyond my comfort. Um, you know, one of the things that I was talking with my friend Daryl about was this notion, though, that, you know, I'm very happy for my friends that they are being creative. But, you know, when we first started, we had like a Friday night kind of virtual get together. And, you know, as, as weeks had gone by, that was no longer a ritual uh, people were committing to, you know, they had other things that they, that took priority. And, you know, I, I expressed to Daryl, like, that saddened me because it's like, you know, if we can't make the time for each other now, when in theory, we have all the time in the world, you know, how's that going to look once we get back to normal life and, you know, the day-to-day the, the -day pressures of everything really hit us. And, you know, and of course I knew like that, that wasn't necessarily the case, but that, you know, I, I just, sometimes you got to just express yourself. And that was kind of my version of it to him. And, you know, he, he brought in a correct perspective of, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think people just, you know, when they have stuff and, you know, throughout the week, they're doing zoom call after zoom call for their normal stuff you know, work and uh, dealing with life, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, unemployment issues, whether it's job issues, like whatever it may be, right? Um, from a business perspective, we're on a lot of Zoom calls. And, you know, at the end of the week, it's like, okay, you're Zoomed out. <laughs> and so he's correct. Um, and in that sense, but it doesn't necessarily negate the feeling. But what's interesting, obviously, just, just kind of, I think most times in life, just kind of talking about it, and, you know, hearing each other out, um, it's not like I didn't see that perspective, but just to be heard certainly, I don't know, eases the pain, if you will. And, um, you know, and I, he appreciated my perspective. I appreciate his perspective and just the idea of talking it out, um, you know, made both of us feel, feel a lot better, you know, and that, that's kind of cool. Um, you know, I think what's, what's also Interesting, at least for me, um, I think another thing that a lot of people can relate to is this idea of waiting for a paycheck. 
So whether it is the stimulus check, whether it is if people have small businesses, you know, waiting for their loans to come in and things like that. For me, there's certain jobs that I have done, but I'm waiting for the check to, I mean, it's been processed through the company, but now I'm, um, you know, waiting for the checks to arrive. Mind you, I'm not talking about my full-time job at Cadence 13 by any means. These are side projects, um, you know, and I think we all have to kind of <laughs> accept that you know, like they'll come kind of when they come, but certainly, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say like, yeah, it would be much more beneficial to get it sooner rather than later. Um, since, you know, I've done the work and things like that, but you know, they're coming and it is what it is. And I'm, I know I'm lucky enough to have, uh, even side incomes, let alone, you know, I, like I have my full-time job and then to have like side stuff in addition right now, like that's a, that's a big blessing. So I, I don't take that for granted. Uh, an interesting kind of thing that that I learned a while ago, but certainly for me resurfaces right now is, you know, I think a lot of times as creatives, we, you know, we try to just isolate us like, oh, I'm just a creative. I don't get involved in politics. And, you know, um, other professions can do this too. You know, it's not just to creatives, but the idea that like, just given no matter what our profession is like, you know, I don't get involved in politics. And the notion is that, well, that you not getting involved in politics is a political stance because you don't want to deal with that stuff. And in a sense, like you're so privileged that you don't have to deal with that stuff where other people do. And so, you know, from that perspective, I always, you know, try to try to remind myself of that. And, um, you know, and I'm not saying like I'm the most political person in the world or whatever else. I'm not going to spew my uh, politics right here, right now, by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm just saying, you know, don't don't just dismiss that. And I think, you know, in watching um, in watching like the Last Dance, which is documented about Michael Jordan and the the Chicago Bulls, like you know, last season of their their greatness, if you will, under um, Phil Jackson. You know, that, that was kind of a thing that came up where Michael Jordan didn't endorse someone politically. And finally, you know, he admitted like that. Yeah, it was because of he didn't want to get involved. He he wanted to kind of not not be involved in politics from a PR perspective uh, because it could have meant less money. Right. Um, coming in and things like that. And, you know, it's not for me to say, is that right or is that wrong? But I think a lot of people felt at least. The sense like, okay, at least you admitted that much like you were acting from from a selfish perspective, you know? Um, and yeah, there's no real point to it other than, you know, don't, yeah, like, it, it, it's kind of interesting, right? There, it, it's, a, it's a weird intersection of you have to kind of stay informed but at the same time, you know, by just kind of overly reading you know, news article after news article, you can get so bogged down and in a sense hurt your mental health, quite frankly. So, you know, you kind of have to find that nice intersection and things like that, but, but just know like all things, you know, don't take that side for granted. Um, you know, but anyway, as far as my own creative, you know, things have been moving forward. I think, uh, that the last week, what was really cool for me was getting a draft of like the sound mix for my feature film. That was really cool. You know, it's only about like 15 minutes of the entire movie, but 
like just seeing how much it elevates it, right? And what's kind of cool is not only is it elevated, but just having someone that that is like dedicating their knowledge and bringing something to the table. So they're not just like, you know, okay, just doing a bare minimum, let's say, uh, which in theory would have been fine, like if they just made it sound good, but they're bringing ideas to the table and it just sounds like, you know, it's by no means like it's, it's, it's a draft. It's not complete. Just even that 15 minutes, there's going to be things that have to be tweaked, but just even the things that I never would have thought of, like during flashback scenes, for example, you know, changing up the voice and, and, and giving it a texture to me, that's really cool. And also like, you know, there's sound effects and Foley and it just really heightens the movie and, and, and gives it a liveliness that uh, that wasn't there before, you know? And so that's exciting to me, you know, once you start to kind of see fully it on the screen and hear it in that sense. So that, that was really cool. Um, another sort of aspect was I started actually writing the, the script that I want to shoot as a second feature. Now, I've been outlining for a number of weeks and things like that, and I've been pondering and, you know, doing some research. And at a certain point, you know, you, you can have too much research and things like that. So for me, I, you know, I, the outline I made, I feel good about. There's a couple of like question marks as far as, you know, should I do this or should I do that? Um, but in terms of, it, it's, it's more a question of execution, really, less so about like what needs to happen. You know, it's like uh, if character A and character B need to talk, well, are they yelling at each other or are they, you know, kind of having a more heart to heart moment, right? Obviously that has an effect on, on a lot of things, but still nonetheless, they must talk and they must talk about X, Y, and Z. So I don't necessarily know how I'm going to execute it, but I know that they must talk, right? So in the outline, it's kind of written that way, you know, character A plus character B talk. And even though there's question marks in my mind, and I don't have it fully fleshed out. It's like, let me just start writing the script. And when I get to that point, I'll have a better idea because I can I can more clearly see the, the characters, right? I can, you know, now they have a voice, they have actions, things have happened, and I can better assess how they feel in that moment. And so, you know, for me, I, the writing process, you know, I know some, some people will always say like outline, outline until you get the perfect outline and then work on the script and because it'll be that much easier. But I think, I mean, revisions happen all the time. And so for me, it's like, let me go forward with the script because I could be in outline land for the rest of my life. Let me, let me go with the script. And then if for some reason I hit a block, well, I can revisit the outline and things like that. And, you know, kind of two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And so I'm moving forward with that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very excited that like I've essentially started the next phase of stuff. So really looking forward to that. Um, you know, the other kind of aspect creatively, I continue to work on the, the I'll call it a memoir, I guess, even though it's kind of also a how-to book. But uh, in terms of, the, it's a memoir of how I made uh, Idol, which is the, my first feature film. And it's meant to inspire creatives and give them lessons and so forth. And it's been, it's been fun, you know, uh, I kind of do this, right? I dictate the chapters and then I transcribe them you know, because it's a lot easier to talk about it from a memory perspective versus like just, you know, writing like at a computer. And it's been fun in that way because it's it's kind of like a trip down memory lane. And what's kind of interesting, you know, some of the things that you forget, like there, there, there's a couple of things that happen. I'm like, 
I, I, you know, I'm racking my brain of like how they actually managed to get to that point because it ended up being like the best thing. And so, you know, for that stuff, I'll, have, I'll definitely have to kind of talk to other people around me of like, hey, do you remember like, why do we do this? Uh, you know, so that'll be kind of fun to learn it from that perspective. And that'll help kind of fill out the story. And then quite frankly, there's certain things that only I thought about and had to kind of ponder. And I don't remember them, at least in this moment. And so, you know, it, it, there's a part of me that's sad in that sense that like, you know, like it's not that history is forgotten, but certainly my own history is slightly forgotten. Um, but nonetheless, you know, uh, you know, you, you go forward in the way that you do. And obviously, like, I'm happy at the end of the day that I went through the process and <laughs> the end result, um, you know, for me works. Right. So. So, um, yeah, anyway. We, we, the, the point being, I guess, none of us can remember everything from our lives, um, but uh, but certainly you want to remember like the big stuff and and not necessarily just the outcomes, but um, but yeah, the, the the moments that that mean something to you. And so you know, while I might not remember every tiny detail, certainly the moments that mean a lot to me, I remember from that. So um, that's been fun to kind of like I said, go down memory lane. Uh, speaking of the movie. So at the start of essentially last week, it was announced that uh, that Khan would be essentially canceled, but they would be part of the We Are One Film Festival, which is you know a festival in partnership with YouTube. But um, but Tribeca is really kind of the Tribeca Film Festival is really running with this, even though uh, films from like the Khan Film Festival and other movies are going to be participating. Now, even since that came out, it's still unclear how the selection process works um, and, you know, what the full details of it will be. It's happening end of May, so like May 29th on YouTube, but, um, but beyond just kind of that initial announcement, there hasn't really been much information. Now, I was going to email the Con Film Festival at the end of last week, so Friday, you know, just kind of checking in if I didn't hear anything. And come to find out Wednesday, I actually did find out that uh, Idol was not selected. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, I, you know, I've, I've said this multiple times. My goal was never to, like, that, that part of it is outside of my control, whether or not I got selected. And certainly, like, for all intents and purposes, like, the festival's not happening, right? It's happening via YouTube, um, through, but Tribeca is really organizing it. So it's fully unclear, like how it all works. Right. And I think they're trying to figure it out at the same time, but nonetheless, you know, so, so I'm happy I got the opportunity to submit it. I'm happy that, uh, various French film critics did see the movie and, you know, they were very nice about the rejection essentially. And, you know, uh, I, if I'm being honest, I wasn't, I wasn't sad. I I really wasn't, you know, because as I said, it was, the goal was always just to submit the movie, but nonetheless, you know, knowing that the, the festival was going quote unquote online, even though I didn't have necessarily details, you know, I, I talked to my producers, Ian Kaiser and Courtney Stewart and ran the idea by them. Like, Hey, you know, are you guys okay? If I send them response of like, Hey, uh, I know how hard it must be to organize a festival at this scale under normal circumstances, let alone what it must be like for you guys now. You know, so I truly appreciate your guys' efforts. 
you know, uh, I, and also I said, I, I wanted to let them know, like my dream was always just to submit a festival. So the fact that like, I got to do that, that's a milestone. Um, and certainly I would have been honored to have it be part of the festival, you know, um, just, just that milestone alone has meant a lot. And so I appreciated them, but then also kind of say like, Hey, you know, I know, as I understand it, this is going to happen. The, we are one film festival on YouTube. If for some reason, other movies decide to drop out and not participate, you know, I would love the opportunity to be considered to take up their slot. Uh, now, you know, I did get a very nice response, but, um, they, you know, and the response was they're not ultimately in charge of like that selection process for the We Are One Film Festival. Uh, again, I don't necessarily, I didn't get much info beyond that. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, so, but in essence, the answer was no, right? And, you know, while, while that may hurt, I'm, you know, I, I can't have any regrets, right? I, I put my best foot forward in terms of the movie. And then, you know, I, I, I asked very politely and I meant it, right? I was being sincere. I, there was no bullshit about that email. And, you know, they said no. And that's all I can do, right? So in times like, you know, I talk about this often, at least I certainly have in the past couple of weeks through various lessons that I've taught and certainly to uh, my friends. But the idea like, you can only control what you can control. And so I put my best foot forward. I asked, you know, I don't have... As far as the experience is concerned, I don't have any regrets. I don't. I can't because I did what I could, right? And the rest is the rest is what it is. And you know that might be sad, but at the same time, like how many times did J.K. Rowling's uh, Harry Potter book, the first one, get rejected? You know, and there's uh, hundreds of stories like that. In fact, you know, when she did get her rejection letter for you know the first rejection letter she ever got, she framed it because she says like, now I'm a writer. The, 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 the idea that she wrote something and it got rejected proves that she is a writer because she had something that was able to be rejected. And so in that sense, I kind of look at my movie in that way. Like, yeah, I submitted something and the fact that I was able to submit something that was able to be rejected, well, proves that I have made something, you know, that, that people can see and it was rejected. So, you know, on to the next, you know, Harry Potter, obviously, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, we, we'll just say like the rest is history type of thing. You know, she kept submitting and submitting rejection after rejection. But then, you know, someone sees the value of it. Boom, the rest is history. And, you know, now we have movies and we have theme parks and yada, yada, yada. Right. So and I'm not saying that's my goal and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's certainly not. You know, I mean, that would be like beyond my wildest imagination. She at least had the idea to write seven books. I am, you know, my movie is just a standalone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I certainly have aspirations of other stuff. So, you know, at least in that sense. But I digress. You know, and the point being, again, you, you control what you can control and don't sweat the rest, right? Just put yourself in a position where you can't have regrets and then it is what it is. Um, I said it last week, but my intention once the sound is fully done is to submit it to other film festivals um, that, you know, that, that, that might, might want it. Right. And again, the idea is that I don't know if they'll happen this year. I very well could be submitting with the knowledge that the festival could be canceled and then boohoo. Right. But I, nonetheless, what I can control is submitting and, and if it goes the way it goes, it's out of my hands, but at least I did what I could. Therefore I cannot have regrets.
So in fact, I got an email today reminding me that the deadline for the LA Underground Film Festival is coming up. Um, the, the, the submission, the like, late submission for that is May 25th. So I'll submit to that. You know, it, um, that could be a great festival for me to be a part of. Presuming it happens. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, I guess the last sort of thing that that I wanted to leave you on um, was this notion. So, you know, I, I've been keeping in touch with my friends as much as I can and, uh, you know, calling and reconnecting with people that, you know, I haven't spoken to in a while. But nonetheless, you know, I am human and, and I've made a lot of, I've been blessed enough to make a lot of connections throughout my life. And, you know, I, I felt like I just wasn't essentially like checking off the boxes fast enough to, to get to everybody. And so what I decided to do was send out a mass email uh, to the people that I have yet to have kind of spoken to during, um, during this time. And I said, you know, and just kind of very short and to the point, like essentially, you know, uh, hey, just wanted to update you, like all things considered, I'm doing well. Uh, I hope you are too, you know, including your friends and your family, um, you know, and I said, I acknowledge like, hey, I know this is a mass email. I would love to, uh, you know, I just haven't had the time, you know, <laughs> to get in touch, you know, ir- ironic as it may seem. But uh, but then nonetheless, just because it's a mass email, please don't negate the sincerity of it. And I would love to have it be a Kickstarter to to have a, some sort of uh, back and forth, you know, a dialogue of some sort, some sort of check in. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. Uh, email, text, phone call, whatever, whatever the case may be. And that was it, you know. I also chose very specifically not to like. I don't know I, I didn't feel it was appropriate to be like. And by the way, I'm I'm here's all the things that I'm working on, and hope you're doing good, right? If people if people wanted to know, they had the right to ask me, and I would be honest, I would answer, and things like that. But I didn't want it to feel like a newsletter of, in a sense, because that that would have felt to me taking advantage of, me taking advantage of people, you know, and because I've certainly gotten so many those types of emails from people of like, hey, hope all is well, I'm doing great, and you can uh, buy my new ebook, blah blah blah, and it's like I don't necessarily fault them, but uh, but for me, and it's not like I was selling anything. Ultimately, you know, it was just like here's what I'm doing, but nonetheless, it just it just for me, it didn't feel right. So, you know, I didn't include that and I sent this out and, you know, I got some great responses. Not everyone responded, um, but nonetheless, I got some great responses and I'm, I'm very touched and, and honored to have reconnected with a lot of wonderful people that have been part of my life and, you know, at time, even strengthened some of, uh, w- you know, the bonds with, with certain people. So that's been wonderful. And, you know, on, on the plus side, like people, you know, I got some great responses of like, you know, hey, this really made my day type of thing. So that was, that was really great to see, you know, and I, you know, all that to say, I would encourage you kind of maybe do the same thing. You know, uh, we all want to reconnect with people. And again, you might be overwhelmed for time, but, but send out a mass email, send out a mass text and just be sincere about it. Just say, Hey, I know, you know, just kind of life, even though we're supposed to have theoretically, you know, have had more time, you know, just life got in the way. And I, I, couldn't. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't think about you and, uh, you know, uh, you know, get in touch, you know, I'm using this as a, as a way to kind of initiate, right? So who knows, you know, it, it, it might be worthwhile for you. Anyway, uh, that's kind of what I have for you today. You know, I hope that you gained something from it. I hope if nothing that you're inspired, at least in some small way, I don't know. 
but uh, but nonetheless, I thank you for you know listening to me and and and, and whatnot. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, by all means, let me know. I would be honored to to respond. You know, I, I love conversing with you guys, and you know, in fact, I guess a quick quick like last thing uh, that I thought of just now. You know, uh, various uh, people this week, uh, you know, have been commenting on you know several videos and so forth, and you know, I, I've actually learned. You know, through their questions, I've actually learned something that I didn't know before. You know, for example, like Avid Media Composer has a version called First, which is literally a free version of that software. It's not a trial; it's not going to go away. Uh, and and now it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but it, you know, it'll certainly accomplish like for for smaller tasks. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for a feature film. But certainly for you know YouTube videos, vlogs, news, like whatever it may be, uh, it would get the job done. So you know, that's something that I learned thanks to, thanks to um, you know someone checking out my stuff. So by no means, uh, you know, don't be shy, don't be bashful. Comment and let me know. Ask a question, whatever it may be. You know. Anyway, uh, thank you for taking the time. As I said before, anyway, I hope to see you next time. Mm-hmm.